Hey, Spirits, quick disclaimer. This episode is actually a lot longer than most. This is my bonus episode. This is um, finishing out my my full spectrum of PTSD, my suicide story. And also, I'm aware of the access granted sounding a little weird. I do apologize about that. It won't sound like that next week. But hopefully you enjoy the show. Thank you. Lego. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing. But do you swear to tell the truth, Siobhan, Big Baby Reed? I'm going to say what I need to say, and y'all going to listen. Hey, Lego. Access granted. Where do I start? Spirits! Police do not have the right to touch you excessively, period. Ah! It is so much stuff to uncover. Spirits. What are they teaching these children in school, child? Okay, (laughs) just saying, know your laws, know your laws. Well, I have an opinion and I'm going to voice it, so. (laughs) Can somebody... It is, oh, no, no, please. So can someone please explain to me, how is that godly? Ask yourself this question. No one is talking about it. And if they are, they're not telling you where to get it. <laughs> no, okay, wait a minute. I was not ready for that laugh. I <laughs> wait. Spirits. Am I right or am I right? I mean, like, I'm right. The f- <laughs> No, seriously, that really happened. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, so let's talk about it then. (laughs) Are you following your purpose? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time you are listening to this spirit and a barigani, my beautiful spirited butterflies. And for those of you who do not know, a barigani is Swahili for what's the news. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to my First Amendment podcast, and I am your host, Miss Kiki Kamal. Thank you, thank you, thank you, um, new listeners, and thank you, old listeners, for returning. I literally cannot do this without you. And you can be anywhere in the world, but you are here with your girl. So, what is the news? Well, you know how normally, Spirits, I would call this the morning greeting. Well, we're doing something different. We're rebranding. Not necessarily. I'm just going with, I'm going, I'm setting a foundation and stamping it. So, This is, like I said before, the inauguration well, where I tell you my plans, my my week, my ideas, and um, my motivations to get us inspired to continue to progress, right? This is where it is. So I tell you my week, my children, my poetry, my school, if, if there is anything to talk about, and my business, right? Um, so I'm sipping on my tea this morning. I don't have any quotes from it. Um, this is a different tea. It's a uh, heart nourishing tea. It's a nourishing tea. So my week, my week has been, um, it's been, it's been an eye opener again, if I must say. I would say last week, spirits. Um, I think I talked to you about like my dad telling me that I need to become more um spiritually connected by allowing people to you know take 
my ideas or, you know, be inspired by me or, you know, and or imitate me because they are flattered or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, so I believe this week was kind of the um, me setting boundaries and foundations. I, I would I, actually, yeah, I would, I'm setting the boundaries and the foundations of how much access I allow myself to be given um because I I am aware that a lot of a lot of spirits and a lot of people are calling me and needing me in in different areas and um now I have to set you know I wouldn't say time limits or anything like that but I'm just setting necessary boundaries to keep me mentally sane keep me balanced and keep me peace and keep me at peace you know because we're all about chilling and healing. Um, so this week, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, spirits. Uh, school did not, I did not do well. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I haven't even opened up the laptop to look at what has been going on. And I'm just keeping it a whole buck here. Um... And so I did tell myself that if I can put this podcast out, then I can definitely call my academic advisor and um, receive that slap on the slap on the wrist, face, head. Everywhere I can receive a slap because this is just, come on, like, come on, come on, get it together. <laughs> For real, like, bruh, but I ain't gonna lie, like, I've been watching um, Last Chance You. I gotta give it up to Last Chance You basketball team. Um, listen, I've been watching them and those men, like those beautiful boys, men, boys to men, BBD, uh, okay. East coast. Okay. You get it anyway. So, um, I just think it's dope that they like are playing basketball, you know, going after their dreams and, and still having to maintain a certain grade point average. And I, I, I think that. Uh, as uh, children or you know men or just men and women in general people in general that are in in athletic uh, genres of their life athletic departments athletic roles you know just um, people who have to maintain you know a certain academic quality level and then you know also uh, maintain a certain uh, athletic uh uh, level. I think they are just amazing. So they don't get enough credit, you know. So track players, track uh, track players. You know, you you can tell I'm not good at sports, <laughs> but you got track runners, swimmers, you know, and anybody that literally is chasing after their dreams and still in school. I'm saying athletes, but I'm talking everybody because that's that's just like it's it's not easy. Yo, it's not easy. So I, I ain't talking about school. Let's talk about my children. My children are doing better in school. My daughter, she, she, uh, my oldest daughter, daughter Kai, my twelve-year-old, she brought up her grades in um, PE. She is uh, participating now. She's complaining about it, but she's participating now, and um, she has until the end of the month to sign up for. Um, like sports for her school and I asked her I'm like listen I'm ready to rock and roll with this and she's like yeah we're not doing it <laughs> she does not want to play sports spirits and it breaks my heart because I play sports 
all up and through um, from literally from I was a child to up until high school, like from from as long as I can remember. I even tried out for softball in uh, in the military. Like I've always been an athletic sports head. So this week has been kind of eye opening for me because my dad told me and I got to bring him up again because, man, this man is trying to he's trying to he's, he's trying to get me tight right now. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to let him. But he told me that I wasn't athletic. And it's kind of funny because <laughs> this sounds like um, it sounds like I'm uh, it sounds like I am bragging, but I'm not. I'm just bringing shedding light to, to the gifts that God has given me. We, you know, I took my children to uh, Curtis Sixon Park this weekend, um, last Saturday here, Spirits, and, um, you know, uh, I was on, I got on the ice. They had a skating ring, they had pop-up shops, all kinds of, that, that stuff didn't amuse me, but it was the ice skating rink that I was just like, yeah, let's get this thing cracking. So I, I got my daughter on it and my nephew. My youngest daughter, I didn't let her get on it because I wanted to see, I wanted to get on it. This was gonna be my second time skating on the ice. I made a video on Instagram. I was like, it's my first time, second time. I was messing up the dates, whatever. But I skated once before when I was living in Washington State, when I was um, in the military in the Navy. And that was my first time skating. And I got on that ice and I was on the ice and I skated like a freaking angel, okay? For real. There was my friend. I had a friend named, um, I can't, her name was Jessica Snyder. Big ups to Jess. Um, she was trying, she was skating with me. Me and this guy named uh Cleshawn Jackson CJ. I don't know if he any of them want their names to be called out, but they were we were cool. It's not I'm not talking anything ghetto or harsh or anything like that. So like let's not get stupid. But you know, we were on the ice and um I was about to fall. I think she was about to like, she was about to fall. And I just kind of like loosely let her hand go. Cause she was about to like, she was about to bring me down with her. And I went on that, you know, you know, cause I wasn't about to be embarrassed in front of CJ. I was like, no, not in front of Jackson, you know? So, um, but that was my first time skating on the ice and I handled it like a pro. So obviously my second time skating on the ice with my children last weekend, I was like, it wasn't nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying backwards now. I'm skating like I'm doing a little splits and turns. No, I wasn't doing splits and turns. But you know, I was doing a little bit of turning. I know how to stop, you know? So I need to. I need my dad to chill out and chillax on that athletic thing. Like he, I can outrun him any day. And Spears, you're gonna see that coming up here in January. I'm, I'm, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna race. Me and my dad, we're going at it because I'm sick of him. <laughs> but for real. So that's that. That's my children. Poetry. Uh, so with my poetry, I'm still putting things out on Instagram. Spears, so still be on the lookout for that. And guess what? Believe it or not. Believe it or not. New poetry is going to be coming out in January on my YouTube channel. But it's going to be three-minute long um, um, poems. One to three minutes. Because I know um, I know that with my Instagram, I don't, I'm only putting like 30 seconds, 40 seconds or whatever. It's just like little teasers. Those things don't mean anything. Too much. They mean, those poems mean a lot to me. But those, um, those seconds, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, that's not showing my artistic ability. But, you know, moving forward, next year, 2023, new year, new me, <laughs> you feel me? Um, I'm going to be doing something totally different on YouTube. So definitely stay tuned for that. 
on on that um, Miss Kiki Kamau channel. But um, for the poetry now, you know, I'm still putting it on um, Instagram. I got a new a, a new little new little 30 to 40 second port poem coming out here soon in uh, January. So if you do follow me on Instagram, I'm sorry, sometimes I go in zone and I in and out and my voice get loud. And blah, 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 but you get it. But if you do follow me on Instagram, on my artist page, be on the lookout for another poem coming out in January. Yeah, it's just explaining who I am now and who I was before and how I'm going to be moving differently. I got two different poems coming out in that way. So be on the lookout for that spirit. Moving forward, um, my business, Kamal Empire. For those of you who do not know, um, if you are new listeners, I am the CEO and founder of Kamal Empire, which is a community and public relations firm. What we do there and what our goal is uh, to cater to nine to five artists and entrepreneurs who aspire to be big bang, billion buck <laughs> money receiving uh, entrepreneur and artist, but independently, you know, obviously. And so what we do is we help them as far as our graphic design department, as far as our um, branding department, marketing department, um, you know, and when it comes to PR, which is public relations, which is public media, that all entails social media, uh, image consultant, uh, branding, marketing. Um, it, it's 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 all it's one batch. So it's unfortunate for those who do not know what public relations is. I advise you Google it, or. Or you can always go to my Instagram, which is at Kamal Empire CPR. There I inform you what public relations is, the difference between public relations and a manager, the the difference between public relations and a promoter, Uh, what, um, you know, how to start your own business, um, how to, you know, have content strategy, you know, so there's always tips and tools on how to build yourself, but also educating you on Kamal Empire. Um, so right now for Kamal Empire, I'm currently, I currently have, like I said <clears throat> in the last episode, I have a few artists, I have a few entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah, clients, customers coming in and out. Um, as far as me promoting my business, I'm going to go more, um, more into promotion in January. I always like to do things in the start of the year, like, so that way I can mark my uh my analytics from there on out and we'll talk more about business and season four spirit so stay tuned for that because i know i talk fast but but baby i'ma slow it down for you in season four because it's business baby it's business um but you know i have to just tiptoe around everything give you like little bits and pieces to kind of keep it moving so that's that's Kamal Empire. If you are looking for um, public relations from someone to represent you, someone to uh, manage your social media, someone to help you, someone to design any flyers for events, artists, um, anything type of promotion, marketing. If you're looking for any of that, please uh, hit us up. We offer free consultations. Website will be coming back in, in January as well. So look at 
all things, all good things coming new in January. And it is what it is. We're running out of time. Um, so we talked about my business. We talked about poetry. We talked about my children. We talked about my week. And um, let's just get into this episode. Uh, we're going to get into this episode. Uh, this is my girl, uh, Miss Siobhan Reed, who also is the uh, CEO and founder of Operation Fix Our Crown. She's going to be talking about that nonprofit organization, which is a resource center and uh, but 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 more. And then also she is the host of the new podcast that is coming out in January, January 11, 2023. Be there, be square, Partini Me podcast. Um, so she's going to be on here interviewing me, asking me a couple questions and bringing it to full a full circle on the PTSD. So right now we're about to get into a quote spirits and then we're going to get into who is Siobhan Reed and then why PTSD for me. Um, so before, before the quote and before who is Siobhan, actually, I'm sorry, we're going to get into the quote, but before Siobhan Reed, we're going to tell you a little bit about the, the reason for this last episode. So I titled it because I I know I noticed that I haven't in the last episodes, I haven't been telling you why I titled uh, a couple of things. So I'm going to go back and reiterate that. The reason why I titled PTSD and me with uh, Benjamin Ford is because, you know, he experienced PTSD heavily and so did I and he was diagnosed with it and so was I. So I wanted to hear it from a male marine spectrum. Um. The reason why I titled No Man Left Behind with um, with Ray Buskey is because Ray is an amazing man. And if you read the bio under the podcast, I mean, this man is in ministry. He dealt with his own um, issues and worked out his own PTSD issues if he was um, diagnosed with any at all. Um, but he was able to overcome that and then still reach out and help, you know, people that need it and so he doesn't leave anybody behind he doesn't leave himself behind he doesn't leave his family behind and he's always out there you know trying to pour wisdom and acknowledgement so that's a good dude and I love him and he reached out to me and was like hey let me on the show I got something to say I'm like yo I can't leave Ray behind either because it's not just about military people it's, it's everybody you know everybody that experienced it whether you know someone that has experienced it or you yourself so I love that so I titled this one Suicide and Me uh, PTSD because I myself have struggled with PTSD. I myself <clears throat> have uh, experienced suicide, whether I knew someone or attempted it myself. And so has my friend, uh, Siobhan. So we're going to talk about my my my, uh, my uh, story. And then we're going to meet Miss Siobhan. She's going to ask me some questions. Then we're going to go into the outro and we're going to close this show. So thank you again. It has been 17 minutes. It's usually not this long, but if you're new, it is usually, uh, well, actually, yeah, it's anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. So this is the inauguration. Stay tuned for the quote. Lego.
Try to live your life in a way that you will not regret years of useless virtue and inertia and timidity. Take up the battle. Take it up. It's yours. This is your life. This is your world. By Maya Angelou. So in this bonus episode, I'm just telling you a small portion of my story um, and why I titled this and why the number 33 was so important as well. Um, Before I tell you my story, I just want to let you know, anyone who is traveling throughout their journey and they reach the age 33 is the most powerful and significant number. And I want you to look it up because I don't want you to just take my word for it. Um... If you are biblical, um, the number 33 uh, is present. And um, if you believe in Jesus or Yeshua or Yeshua, um, he uh, died at age 33. So age 33 is a very significant number. So do yourself a favor and look that up. So... For me, um, I had got to a point, I was turning 33, I was working at a call center, I was struggling with PTSD, but I wasn't aware of it, and um, everybody was telling me what I should look like going into 33, oh, you need to wear eyelashes, you need a lace front, you need nails done and I at the time I had like these really long red faux locks and not knowing that I was already setting like a huge like role anyways for people that mattered the most my niece had ended up getting the same hairstyle you know and she was just like you know the, she loved the whole me going natural and just loving who I was but other people were like no go this way so I told myself I got two choices I can either do and continue to live my life the way people want me to live it for some reason I don't know or I could just call it quits and get up out of here (laughs) and um it's only funny now because I literally allowed like all but it was more to it you know like I said it was a mental thing it was like a years of frustration and trying to get it right and not getting it right and just feeling like man there's no way out of this like no matter what I do people are gonna see me for this but then obviously I know that's not the case but anyway spirit so I, uh, on that day, right before my birthday, I remember calling out my job. I was stressed out, man. I just couldn't do it anymore. I was tired of working from home. It was that whole COVID thing and being locked indoors and having to really deal with who you are. Whoo! I was like, what? I knew I was crazy. Um, and I, I suffered from nightmares 
at the time I didn't understand the nightmares. I didn't know it was connected to PTSD, but I, I, I never, I only got like three, four hours of sleep. I, I just, I, I never slept. I didn't ever eat right. I never, you know, things was just bad. And I was very overweight. I was just crazy. I was like 230 pounds working at UMA. Um, and this is just a small snippet because I'm not going to tell you the full story. I'm just going to give you about five minutes of it or so. But um, it just got overwhelming spirits for me. And um, I just remember calling out and saying, I can't do this anymore. I'm, you know, I, I don't even want to live anymore. I'm done. And um, I remember looking in the mirror and I was just like, that's it. I'm about to end my end it all. And uh, I went looking for my gun. I had a nine millimeter at the time. And I went looking for my gun and I could not find it. And I just remember being so pissed that I could not go out the way I wanted to go out because everything has to be in my control that I just took scissors and just started cutting all of my hair off. Just cutting all of my hair off. So, and it was so crazy because that day, the, the, that next day was supposed to be my birthday and my cousin had this idea that he was going to go get my hair done and this beautiful lace front and get my nails done. And I just ruined that for him. <laughs> I just really was trying to say, hey, I'm still a girl whether I wear lipstick. I'm still a girl whether I wear eyelashes. I'm still a girl whether I wear. I don't care how you view me. What matters is how I view me. And, yeah. That's my almost suicide story. Thank you for listening. So, Spirits, you heard my suicide story. And now I want to introduce my good friend, Miss Siobhan Reed, um, for the first time. And I'm going to introduce her when we come back for another Q&A. But I'm introducing her for the first time because she has an amazing nonprofit organization called Operation Fix Our Crown. And she's coming out with a podcast called Partini Me next year in 2023. So I'm going to have her explain who she is and why OFOC. You feel me? Well, Operation Fix Our Crown was, it was assembled by me putting a wellness program together with a space for people to come and know that it's okay not to be okay. So we did um, outreach programs and also taught into the charter schools last year. And we taught about just the fruits of the spirits and being able to move through life in the world, you know, using all nine of our fruits of our spirits. And I think that, you know, starting this program after such a tragic events that occurred, you know, my little brother passed away and four years prior, uh, my sister so mm -hmm. taking their memory and turning pain into seed, I think giving back to our community, spreading love, and also just being a, a living testimony of you can have life after the pain. Mm -hmm. And so that's how Operation Fix Our Crown started. And nice. we're ready. And again, Partini Me podcast is coming out next year. So we want to really like tap into that. Like, yes. yeah. So I want to ask you a couple questions because I want my spirits to get to know you. 
because, you know, this is your introduction to letting them know your show is coming out, your podcast, you know, and then Operation Fix Our Crown is going to be full in effect and better than, back and better than yes. other you know saying next year, 2023. So please, you know, um, and I didn't even give you a full introduction because I said this is my first time introducing you, so you didn't even get a full hand clap, so I'm going to go back <laughs> and get it because, you know what I'm saying, you got to get that. Everybody got to get that full hand clap, so let me... Yes. Yes. But did you yes. like my introduction that I gave you? I thought it was real smooth and it came in real clean. Yeah? I like it. Okay, cool. So tell me, like, what does Operation Fix Our Crown do for the community specifically? So we want to come in and build up mindsets to understand that life is about challenging your perspective and everything you talk may not have been right. And so we want to create a space for you to be able to speak, talk, mm -hmm. be heard. I mean, pain is a language that everyone speaks, no matter what race that you are. Right. And I think that that language can be, you know, just embodied and embraced by different individuals that's experiencing right. and speak the same. And we want to just hug and love on you. We want to just have the joy. We want to have the Got peace. You. We want to use the goodness. So everything is going to be based back on those fruits of the spirit, Got tapping you. into it. And we want to make sure that everyone is moving just like that. So is it kind of like a place where you can like book sessions to get therapy, what, get like connected to like what's going on it's in the everything. community? Like yeah. Yeah, so it's a resource center. Oh, so it's okay. like it's so speak it is speak. <laughs> man, you better speak it. Right. So Operation Fish Our Crown is gonna be a resource center. Mm. And we're and we're we're expanding every year. We're expanding. So what started off as a girl group in the summer has now turned into a full outreach program, mm. sisterhood, brotherhood. This is for you to come and know that it's okay not to be okay. That was easy. Yes. 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 <laughs> So we 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 dealing with grief in a way of like telling the devil like you thought you did something but we coming back better than ever you know what I what that. I thought was gonna kill me actually turned into being my saving grace yeah so you yeah. have a little bit of a story that is connected to OFOC, which made you start OFOC, right? Did you you right. want to share a little bit of that? You know, because I know you're going to talk about that on your podcast as well. But did you want to share just a little bit? Well, just what I said earlier, expanding experiencing death that close to me i mean losing my sister at the age of 35 she was 35 and my brother dying um in my kitchen floor and me being the last one to even yeah. touch his lips yeah. you know so seeing that you just move through life different yeah. you know and so it's 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 times i have good days i have bad days but i'm committed into the journey i know i don't want to die without fulfilling my purpose yes. and so tapping into that and i think that my purpose is to see all of that happen and mm -hmm. still say and i'm sorry god is good will be good and always good even when i don't understand yes yeah, I love that. So talk to me a little bit real quick. Let the spirits know what your podcast is going to be about because spirits oh, real quick man. is coming out January 2023, January 11th. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I do her PR. So, you know, we got to represent in that. Yes. You know, so tell us what the podcast is about. It looks fun. I'm excited. You know, Partini podcast is a little <laughs> different now. Yeah, so different. we we were the voice of the streets. Yeah. So we want to get in touch with the streets. What, like I said, everybody speaks language of pain. Everybody 
everybody mm-hmm. needs a platform to be heard. Mm-hmm. Why do we have all these social medias? Because we want to be seen and heard. Right. So I want to see what we got going on. And I want us to get in touch with my local community. What is the need? What is the success stories? Because everything is not mm-hmm. always on the down and down. We are in the mm-hmm. up and up. I we are moving that. to the fifth floor. And I think that the Jeffersons is not the only one on the door. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my name is could be a read and I want to be in the sky yeah. too. So I yeah. mean, I feel like it's so much stuff out there. And I think that if I can give a platform for our communities to say, hey, come tell your story, whatever topic we throw out there, I want y'all to DM me, tell me those stories. And then we want to get in touch with those local artists. Yes. Give, wait, wait, wait. What? Yes, yes, get, yes. We want the local artists, whatever you working on, what you want to come and tell us. We want to hear what's the noise. Yes. And listen, I'm telling you, I'm bringing it. I have nothing off limits. I am one person that's going to ask it, tell it, and tell you what I think. Thus say the Lord and Vaughn. So yes. I'm just the one that right now I'm tapping to it, man. You got to yes. go ahead and tune in. I'm excited. I'm excited. I said too much because now, uh-uh. No, you ain't say too much. You said just enough spirit. So, yes, we're going to um thank you so much, Yvonne, for coming in again. Yes, and we're going to get into these me. Q&A. You know, we're going to get that full spectrum of the who, what, when, and why I started this breaking generation crisis. So stick around, spirits, and uh, let's get into it. Uh, spirits, thank you so much for coming back to the show. And if you are just tuning in, you are listening to my First Amendment podcast. And I am your host. Miss Kiki Kamau, and I am accompanied today with the lovely Siobhan Reed. And um, before I let her introduce herself, I got to give her a hand clap because this is our fifth, a hundred, what is that, eight, 18 take. So I'm going to do it. That's how we're doing it right, Spirit. So let me give her a hand clap real quick. Miss Siobhan Reed in the building, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I am here. I am here. Yes. And, um, we're going to talk about her podcast that's coming out in 2023. And mm-hmm. we're going to also talk about her nonprofit organization called OFOC, Operation Fix Our Crown. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is a question and answer where we are, you know, we uh, and we're, we're going to go into more detail about OFOC and um, um, Fix Our Crown and, and stuff like that. But this is the lighthearted part of the episode where we're going to have some questions and answers, but we're going to give them a full spectrum of why. I'm breaking generational curses. So, and you breaking my virginity on the mic. And I'm breaking your. Oh, you pop you my to... cherry. Yes. You make me sound so masculine. I love it. Can we, can we can, don't support this spirits. I do not. She I do pop not my mic cherry. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, congratulations <laughs> on being on the mic for the first time. You want another <laughs> hand clap? Or, you know, pick, like, pick one time for me. It made, made me want to drop a freestyle. There you go. Okay, there you go. let's get it. So you know why I'm doing this, right? Breaking yeah, generational curses. Of course, of course. Um, I started back in February with interracial relationships. You know, I was married to a Caucasian man with Kyra, my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I call her my little Snow White. And I say he's a French vanilla. Oh, and then <laughs> I got my my second daughter, Miss Lena Bina. Mm-hmm. And her dad is Guyanese. And I call her my little Pocahontas. And I say he's a cappuccino frappe latte. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> she coming out the door with these spirits. I don't know where it's coming from. 
So, you know, I had to talk about, you know, why most of African-Americans tend to go to a different race outside of our own, you know, whether it's Caucasian, Asian, um, whatever it is, European or whatever the case may be. Why do we do it? And I feel like there's like a systematic uh hatred towards our own self based off of like slavery and stuff like that so i kind of wanted to make that a full spectrum of you know where we started and and then told i told my story of why you know why i stepped even right. out of my race right so that was back in you know february march april and then we talked about sex you know mm. what i'm saying in october we were talking about you know full spectrum of you know puppy love you know all that good stuff then we talked about doggy style and now correlated it how to a lot of black men tend to like that position and then i connected it to buck breaking back mm -hmm. in the slavery days and how the, the caucasian men would bend over the biggest black male and just you know rape them in front of the family and make them weaker you know so um i feel like that position does do that for men and women um, wow wow yeah. that's that's something to think about about that about. yeah especially that's you know a little deal but yeah. going back to what you said i want to uh, touch on the biracial relationships mm -hmm. and why they run to the other race mm -hmm. i want to ask what would be your reason that you felt like you wanted to run to another race outside of our kings our black men and honestly not saying that french <laughs> not saying that french yeah, vanilla or the like, frappe listen yeah. french vanilla is good i put it in my coffee right, all the right. time okay. i go to starbucks and spend nine dollars on a latte so i'm not saying that your taste wasn't good but what made you not want to eat the chocolate and take insulin later oh okay that's a really good question you know as a lot of people that have um been curious about that question so i appreciate you for being brave enough to ask that question um to be honest with you i feel like the african-american man failed me first mm. so i don't feel like i left them i felt like i was trying to look for comfort um and anything that was going to be given it to me because I wasn't being received from my own people mm. um you know like I said when it come when it came to my first real hurt was black man my my brother introducing me to sex at a young age molestation and all this stuff and then you know having my uncle say things to me and um you know just and then I when I was raped at 17 that was by a black guy then he came to my school and um well he was we were already in school together then he uh, blackmailed me and told everybody I was a whore. I was pregnant. So I dropped out of high school. So a lot of my hurt came from black men. So I'm thinking, and then they didn't like me anyways, that I was weird or, you know, I would get beat up during growing up in Selfless Springs because I wouldn't have sex with them. Oh, you don't want to have sex with me. I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna choke you out. I'm gonna throw you in the closet. You don't want to, I can't finger you. I can't, I can't fuck you. You, you lame. You want to play with dolls. I'm gonna beat you up. So I wasn't a real black girl to them. So mm. I was just trying to find a fucking home. And right. to me, it was whoever accepted me for my whoever I was. And it happened to be the other race. But and it just happened to be the other race. So the question would be, was it successful? Hell no. I mean, no, absolutely not. It was not successful. Uh, because I didn't know who I really was. So basically, 
let's just I'm I'm asking these questions for mm. the ones that think that that would be a choice because I'm tired <laughs> right. of it. Because my listen, it's not. It's, I it's, have it's my definitely not an escape though. Like no, right. uh, you know, black men don't love me. Let me run. So it's definitely right. not. I do not preach that whatsoever. A I, man is a man. A man is a man. It doesn't have nothing to do with the race. However, I strongly believe in staying firm in your in your own race. Now, um, yeah, now that's because, that's like embedded in you now. And oh God, yes. Wow. Yeah. So you had to go ahead and touch the stove and see if it's hot. You know, I got got burned. And I said, ouch, ouch, ouch. And then I got burned again. But you got two kids in it. So we're going to say that it was a success story in some way. In some way. In some way. So, I mean, unloading on that, that's, I feel like me, when it comes down to a biracial relationship, I would love to try it, but I am scared. And so living mm. through you vicariously, girl, you did it. Thank you. So I don't want Billy anymore. Deshaun, call me later. Oh, I'm just playing. <laughs> I want Billy. But go. I just, I just think that that's that's awesome that you can actually, you know, come to that mindset. Like, dang, I went outside my race mm -hmm. and I want to be welcomed back. Cause a lot of women just like, hey, because a lot of men look how yeah. we look at look at how we look at the basketball players that yeah. has that trophy wife that's yeah. a blonde. Yeah, because you know, literally when I um when I was dating um outside of my race, literally and like with white men or whatever, I had so many people that was like, girl, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Like they was because they they praise they praise black women for yeah. dating white guys, but we black women bash the black oh, yeah. men for picking Heather. Yeah. <laughs> now that's some crazy. Now that's crazy. Now I didn't never put the stats together, but there is a lot of um hypocrites out there. Yeah. So we just gonna leave that on that. We're gonna hush on that. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, where did that stem from being embedded in your head? Because it had to come from somewhere. You didn't just wake up and say, he hurt me, I'm gonna go to the other race. Who would lead you to something like that? Mm, that's a good question. So I told this story before, I think in my last episode of Breaking Generational Curses, I think it was part three, I believe. So spirits, if you know, listen to that. But I, my mom growing up, and this is no, no cap. So my oldest brother, and I said this before, my oldest brother, Karis, has two daughters that are lighter skinned. So for, for some reason, he had them when I was like about four or five years old. So I'm a baby. So for some reason, that enticed her to be like, all her grandchildren got to be light skin. And she would straight tell us from time I can remember from like 12 to about 17, 18, 19 years old, my grandchildren better be light skin. If they dark skin, they can't call me grandma. They got to call me da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? So then my oldest brother got, Birate so many, so many birate. I mean, from all different kind of races. You talking about? I got a, a rainbow pool, baby. This man got some different races. Of Let's children. say he, we just believe in the American dream. <laughs> and then you know, so then you got me. So I think that subconsciously, un unsubconsciously, I was <clears throat> trying to like please. I think we're trying to please our mom in a way, mm. based off of the way our oldest brother had already originally moved. From his grandchildren. And so what she, would make you think that she would want you to date outside of your race? Like, why would she? Okay, because we talk about generational curses. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that what happened then won't happen now. So what would make her mm -hmm. feel like she needs to instill that in you? What That's was her question. goal? What was her goal to say, hey, 
don't bring this light bright i mean this dark yeah yeah. chocolate baby in my house bring me a light bright baby you know why would she have that in her head because i have a i have a an assumption but what do you see i believe because it's a systematic post-traumatic slave disorder that was embedded into black people as after like the the civil war and stuff like that Mm -hmm. when we started getting businesses and and you know when they took when they introduced welfare and stuff like that taking a black man away from the house a lot of black women and just black people in general started to see that white people living arrangements was better it was easier it was just a way to go so my mom literally all her caucasian friends you know you would see it on fucking tv the way the white people was living was the best way they were always educated they talked proper they you know what i'm saying they got better jobs like so my mom would be like you know my white friends that are doing this whatever why don't you go to this you know why don't you know she wanted us to be like in a in the kind of that environment like kind of a mixture environment to welcome that other race to to feel like you know we're gonna accomplish more in life if we you know open doors to those other races that's what she felt like okay well if we're gonna really like dig a little bit deeper on that i would think it would have to go back to what you said about slavery i would believe that that was something instilled into her grandparents grandparents of if you're lighter you have better opportunity Mm -hmm. the darker you were the worse you were treated Mm -hmm. so i don't see i'm not saying that it's right i'm saying that that's what she was taught right and so she passed it on to you Mm -hmm. and seeing that you are a general curse breaker Mm -hmm. do you really see now that that was something that was passed on to her like like from her grandma mm-hmm. grandma grandma and sure. it was given to you to say baby i want you to have a better opportunity mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and not that i want to mistreat you in a way right. of i'm trying to manipulate right. you right 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 I, I see i see it as a caring mother trying to right. give you a different sure. lifeline for sure and, and i'm not and i'm not mad at my mom that's what right. i'm saying like i'm there's no way shape or form this woman raised six children by herself you awesome. understand me yeah. so i'm not mad at the fact her 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 mindset was right. like you know go to these college meet these white people like when they found out that my husband was about to be a white man man um so many women in my family praised me like oh we about to have a big day oh my goodness oh my goodness mm. like you know they just felt like oh we made it some type of way mm. so that was the lotto ticket out the hood. We can't be no <laughs> outbreed no I more. I felt like the ticket was already the Navy. I was already out the hood. I was already doing, you know, so yeah. But yeah. Like I said, unsubconsciously, right. I was I was trying to satisfy my mom, I believe, and just, and just trying to become, like, not that ghetto person or whatever that people wanted, you know, wanted me to be or whatever the case may be. And back to, I also think that the PTSD does play a role in it. And I think that we have to really understand what PTSD is. Mm -hmm. PTSD is something that I was diagnosed with in 2021 after Mm -hmm. my brother passed. And it comes from a series Mm -hmm. of bad events happening Mm -hmm. to where you can't even be happy about the next thing that's going to happen because you're so used to bad things occurring that mm-hmm. I have no mindset of right, there's right, going right. to be something good. Right. So now when you think about PTSD, I'm not thinking about this army vet that's coming back into civilization. Mm-hmm. I'm now a victim of life. Mm-hmm. 
and life does what life does. And so I think that, you know, with you stepping up and speaking your truth and, you know, healing, you know, and being dedicated to your healing, you got to applaud yourself. Like you you are really like doing it. Generation curses are being broken and you don't have to see this being repeated with your seeds. You understand? Mom tried it. The lighter I got, and I still got a broken heart. Right. And so I'm going to stick with Deshaun and be okay. <laughs> right. You know, but right. also, in the, and f- for me, to be welcomed back yeah. to the black community, oh, the African-American wow. community. Thank no, like, you, no. Can I, can, I get my, can I get my black card? Because you know what? You, to be honest with you, I had so many people tell me, oh, no, you don't get your black card. Da, 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 you don't got your black card. I'm going to just ask one question and then you can get your black card because I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to ask one question. Are you going to put raisins in the potato salad on Thursday? What the, first of all, I don't even uh, know. On Thanksgiving. Well, so I, I mean, well, if you did make potato salad, where do the raisins go? On the refrigerator or in the potato salad? It don't go in the potato salad. Well, you the one who's been around Bob and Kelly. Oh, my God. I would never put Okay. Raisins well, you got them. You got your black yeah. car back. Get the hand clap. You welcome to the neighborhood. Yes. What a green taker. Hey, listen, I'm actually post that picture. Don't play with me. I'm actually posting that picture. But uh, so listen, so so we talked about interracial relationships, right? And then we talked about um sex. Um, you know. Yeah, so we talked about um, interracial relationship. Then we talked about sex in October, and I talked about my molestation stories about, you know, like I said, buck breaking with um, black men, puppy love from doggy style, and how it correlates. We don't did this so many times that it seems like we don't said it before. But go listen, back yeah, and listen. Back. But yeah, so that was in October, and I correlated with how a lot of black men. Um, like this the, the they they like doggy style and i said you know did you know about buck breaking and why they why you know maybe why the position doggy style even exists you know to weaken you know the bigger person or the more masculine person or a strong person so and that's what they the caucasians and europeans would do during slavery um and so i told that story then i end up telling my horror story about all the sexual abuse i received from the military from childhood and up until like just being in in relationships and married mm-hmm. so that was back in october so that was a lot to unload that was a lot to unload no yeah so that was back in october and then now we talking about ptsd and healing from it mm-hmm. right 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 so i need a band-aid now yeah. but the reason why i want to talk about ptsd and healing from that i wanted you to ask me questions about it because a lot of people say that like i have this giddy personality that you know oh you ain't never been through nothing girl you ain't never been through nothing and then one time i was working at this job called Osmond medical academy and this one girl told me why do you always freak out so much you not it's not like you ever been in a war or whatever you know she knew she, she knew i was in the military but she also knew that i never went to like iraq or anything like that so she correlated that with ptsd and thinking that's the only way that a, uh, somebody can have ptsd so i wanted to make this episode and all the rest of the episodes after to explain what PTSD is, which was my first episode. So if you haven't heard that, and then how you heal from it, what it looks like, the symptoms, and like doing the shadow work and how you just, it doesn't even have to phase you after that. Right, right, right. Here we are. Here we are. So I would like to ask you a question. Okay. 
because that's a lot yeah and it's heavy it's Mm -hmm. heavy but seeing that you committed to the journey makes me feel a little bit more you know i could take a breath for you you know so if i ask you this question what would a normal life look like for kiki kamau what Prior to all of this stuff, like if it never happened? No, now that you're committed to your journey and you're healing, Mm -hmm. what would a normal life look like for you? Because you can be a walking dysfunctional Mm -hmm. person, you know what I mean? And no one ever know because we're we're taught to mask it. You're so strong, you know? And so it's okay not to be okay. And that's something that I quote all the time. So I'm asking you now, after all this that you've been through, Mm What would a normal life look like for Kiki Kamau? Um, I believe it looks like what it is now, kind of for me. Um, I wake up, um, I spend time with my Bible, which is my higher self. You know, I write in my daily journal. Um, I read this book called um, The Language of Letting Go. Is that kind of like what you're saying? Like what my daily life look like? What a normal life? Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, and then I do my schoolwork. I work on my graphic design, whatever the case may be. Um, to me, it just looks very healthy when it comes to talking to my children, you know, making sure I'm not yelling and making sure I understand their points, letting them have, you know, views and, um, and, and not gentle parenting gentle is what the parenting. Gen X call it yes. now. Because, you know, like I said, I was beaten, I was abused. So I understand that I was 12. I was once five. I know what that looks like now. Mm. So I put myself in their shoes. So it looks like it literally looks like treating people literally the way I want to be treated. So if I miss a text, you know, I'm going to text somebody back and be like, look, I apologize. I was asleep. I even go that far now because back in the day, I didn't give a fuck. If I missed a text or a call, I missed a text or a call, baby. But you know what I'm saying? Now Mm. I want to leave this earth, you know, knowing that like I didn't break any, I I healed hearts and I I mended mine and I, you know what I'm saying? And I kept on and I, and I, and I just, I, I kept it from my children as well. So, wow. I mean, that sounds like a healthy life. And I mean, I think that that's where we all want to get to that place of peace. I think that that's what that whole daily routine that you just said was. I'm at peace with myself now. And I'm not battling that childhood trauma that was inflicted on me. And so I think that we all need to get to that place and somehow everyone needs to ask for help and that's why i have the nonprofit that i do have yes yeah so So we we about to get all into that but before we get into that do you have any final thoughts on like everything that i said i mean was that your final thought you feel like Mm -hmm. or okay so i just want to say one last thing before you know we head out spirits that when it comes to me I struggle so much with identity issues, whether it's, should I talk proper? Should I talk ghetto? Should I, you know, should I be masculine? Should I be feminine? Should I be, should I be goofy? Should I be serious? And now I am officially at the point where you're going to get what you're going to get. And if it's, if, if, if a hood slip out, a hood slip out, if a proper slip out, a proper slip out, you're going to get what you're going to get. And I'm happy with whatever it is because I'm now set in my foundation of Orkia Kiki Kamau. And that's what it takes. 
period. That's what it tastes, baby. So we're going to be right back after this. We're going into the outro, and we're going to talk more about what's upcoming episodes and dates and all of that. So stay tuned, spirits, and um, yeah, I'll be talking to you. Lego. And that is a wrap, Spirits. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I want to thank Siobhan Reed again so much for um, being a part of the show. And also, Spirits, follow her on Instagram. Um, she now has an Instagram. And it is called, um, on Instagram, um, it is at Partini Me Podcast. That is P-A-R-T-I-N-M-E Podcast underscore Vaughn, V-O-N. So definitely follow her on that. Facebook and all of that stuff is coming soon. Um, I also just want to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for just following, just listening. I don't know if you spirits follow me on Instagram, but on my artist page at Miss Kiki Kamal Poetry, um, I put out the stats. You know, we are definitely growing and soaring. We're continuing to grow and soar here with this podcast. So I just want to thank you because honestly, we wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it without you. So we're all in, we're all in this together. All right, cool. So um, I just want to let y'all know that, you know, we're finishing off chilling and healing for um, the rest of December. And then we're going into really healing in January. But then season four is right around the corner, knocking at your door in February. Stop playing with me. Um, but stay tuned for next week because believe it or not, I have a new episode coming out next week, December 26th, coming out at 8 a.m., believe it or not. And it is titled Don't Bully Me PTSD with my main man, Nathaniel Porter. I'm super duper excited because I've been trying to get him on the show since he wrote um, his own book. But yes, he has his own book out and he's going to be talking about his book and he's going to be talking about bullying and he's going to correlate it to PTSD and yada, yada, yada. And I'm super duper excited. And then right after that, I have old school Kamal, my dad, ladies and gentlemen, my dad's spirits. He will be here. Um, so be on the lookout. We got so many good episodes coming out. Um, like I said, website coming out for Kamal Empire next in January. Um, port one to three minute length uh, videos coming out in January for YouTube and um, bigger and better things. So just stay tuned spirits because I got more in store for you. Um, handles coming right at you for me and I think I already said it but I'm gonna say it one more time follow me on Instagram artist page Miss Kiki Kamau that is M-Z-K-I-K-I-K-A-M-A-U-P-O-E-T-R-Y Miss Kiki Kamau Poetry business page it is Kamau Empire that's K-A-M-A-U-E-M-P-I-R-E-C-P-R C-P-R cannot forget the C-P-R that's community and public relations you feel me so Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you much thank you so much for sticking around until the end. But until next time spirits, I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to talking with you and I look forward to empathizing empathizing with you. <laughs> I feel like I messed that all up, but until next time, fly high spirits.